Welcome to Word Anchor Podcast with Dr. Karen Kambule, where we search the scriptures to find solutions to life's issues. Download to this episode, share it with your friends and family, stay blessed, and remember to make the Word of God your anchor. Thank you for tuning in to Word Anchor Podcast. This is the third episode on the series titled Be Healed. It is a timeless message that is needful for this season. We all need the encouragement. We need the word to give us strength. We need the word to build our faith, to fight off the enemy. God has revealed himself as our healer, the one that takes away sickness and disease from us. He sent his son Jesus to heal us. The word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. He was wounded and bruised for us, and by his stripes we are healed. This is the word that we need to hear. This is the word that will encourage us in this season, that we have God who sent his son, Jesus, that we may receive healing, that Jesus has come and provided healing for us. Jesus never failed to heal anyone that came to him for healing. He was always willing to heal when he walked on this earth. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So since Jesus Christ has not changed, we can then believe the same word that the people of old, when Jesus Christ walked on this earth, heard the same word, we can use that same word and be healed. In this episode, we will look at the ability of God to heal. The question is, can God heal all diseases? This is a question that one can ask in the light of incurable diseases, even where medicine is failing. This is such a time where medicine has not yet found a cure for COVID-19 for HIV AIDS, and it also fails a lot when it comes to cancer. And at times, it just suppresses the disease and not healing it. It also extends the lifespan of a person, but the disease remains. And the question is, can God really heal that incurable disease? Believers in Christ and even servants of God have recently died from COVID-19. Some are dying even now. Some churches have seen almost an entire leadership killed by this horrible disease. It may even seem like we are all helpless. But let us look at the word of God and let us check and see if God can heal all kinds of diseases. Let us eat the scroll. Let us open the word and search. Can God heal all sicknesses and diseases? Even where we see that medicine has failed and um, people are dying of these things and there is no solution, but God remains. In Exodus chapter 15 verse 26, God revealed himself as God that heals. He said, I am the Lord that heals you. This is who I am. It's not just what I do, but that is who I am. I am the Lord that heals you. The word healing, it appears in Genesis where the Lord healed Abimelech and his family and servants for the Lord had closed their wombs. So they were technically not necessarily sick, but they were not able to have children. And God healed them and opened up their wombs. God healed, for example, the boils from the Egyptians whom God had actually plagued with the very same boils, but he healed them, all of them, at once. He also healed, we remember the story of Miriam in the Bible, the sister of Moses. She had leprosy. She had to wait the seven days outside the camp, but she came back in seven days and she was healed. She was well. God also healed Naaman, the Syrian, of leprosy. 
That is a contagious disease that had no medicine to heal, but you would actually just wait on God to heal you and cleanse you and that you'll be fine. But God healed that man. He was not even of Israel. He was even looking down at the instruction of the prophet concerning what he was supposed to do, going to the river Jordan and dipping seven times. God still honored his word that he had already spoken through the prophet. We also remember the story of Hezekiah who was healed of boil. God had already said that he was going to die. But because Hezekiah did not just take the message from the prophet, he went to God himself. He went and petitioned God. He said, remember me. Remember what I have done. Remember me. And God had mercy on him and gave him 15 more years. We also remember um, Israel in the desert of Zin where they were plagued as well. And Moses got an instruction from God that he should make a bronze snake and raise it up so that whomever looks at the snake would also receive healing. We also remember the story of the widow of Zarephath whose son died and God raised him up. The same story with the Shunammite woman whose son was also raised up. So there are many stories in the Bible. We cannot really run out of the witness and testimony about the healing of Jesus. He healed the blind Bartimaeus, a man that was born blind, a condition that he was born with, that some today will say to you, accept that you have a disability or you are living with a disability, then accept that. But Bartimaeus, when he heard about Jesus, he went to him, he, he sought him, he cried out to Jesus for Jesus to change the situation that he had all his life. Jesus healed the mute, the deaf, the lame, even a withered hand. Basically, it was a creative miracle, that one. The hand was shorter than the other, but Jesus Christ made it to be long and to be of the right size. He also healed leprosy. He touched even the men that had leprosy. He cast out demons from people. He even healed a simple flu from Peter's mother-in-law. He healed a woman with an issue of blood, people that had been sick for many years. You know, sometimes when, when an issue has plagued you for so long, you get used to it. You get to live with it. You'll even hear a person saying, my high blood pressure, my cancer, my sugar diabetes, that you associate yourself with the disease, it becomes yours. But Jesus Christ healed those things. And we're going to look today at the ability of Jesus Christ to heal. The Bible tells us of a story where Jesus healed a young boy. One day, Jesus Christ went up to a mountain and in that mountain, he was transfigured. John, James and uh, Peter were there. They saw great things. They saw things that were heavenly. They saw supernatural things, things that are out of this world. They didn't know Moses, but they saw him in that uh, mountain where Jesus Christ was transfigured. It was such an awesome sight for these three men, for them to experience. When they came down, they found a commotion and Jesus Christ asked, what were they discussing? So the nine were left behind. Jesus Christ had gone up to the mountain with the three. And when Jesus Christ asked what was happening, a man answered that he had brought his son to the disciples for them to heal him because he had a mute spirit and that spirit seized him and threw him down and he foamed in the mouth and he gnashed his teeth and became rigid. And when you look at it, it's actually epilepsy. But the disciples could not cast it out. Some demons can be really stubborn. You'll stand there and tell it to go and it just looks at you. You'll tell it, come out, it'll say, I don't want. You'll tell it, come out, it'll say, where do you want me to go? You tell it to come out and it just looks at you. Can be stubborn. 
Sometimes you can spend hours casting out a demon. And this demon was also a stubborn one. Epilepsy is a controllable disease. These days they give medication. It's not necessarily permanently healed. It can disappear and come back. So the issue with it is when it has disappeared, the person doesn't know whether it's going to come back or not. So they keep waiting and taking medication and continuing with life. In his response, Jesus called these people a faithless generation. He was talking to everyone. He did not say to the Father, you're a faithless generation. He did not say to the crowd, you're a faithless generation. The people that lacked faith to cast out the demon were the disciples, the nine disciples, whom Jesus Christ had called, had sent out before, and he sent even the 70 disciples, and they came back and told him that even demons are bowing to us, but there was a demon. None of them were able to cast it out. So this man was already disappointed. If the nine disciples had enough faith, they would have managed to cast the demon out. The man had heard about Jesus. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. He heard about Jesus. He believed Jesus Christ could heal the young boy. He also believed that the disciples were capable of healing this boy. Otherwise, he would not have bothered with the disciples. He would have just said, I'm going to wait here with you for the Lord to come down. But he gave the disciples an opportunity to cast the demon out and they failed. And Jesus said, faithless generation. They were faithless generation. They could not have enough faith to cast out the demon. And the father said to Jesus, if you can do anything, have compassion on us. This story is told in Mark chapter 9. If you can do anything, have compassion on us. If you can, do you have the ability, Jesus, to heal my boy? If you do, have mercy on us. The disciples had failed. That man had lost hope. He heard about Jesus and what the disciples were doing in their community. But when he got to the disciples, they were unable to cast it out. So naturally, he would even begin to doubt the ability of Jesus to cast this thing out. So for him, he had witnessed an event where the disciples failed to cast a demon out. The same disciples that had cast other demons had healed other people's diseases, but they were unable to heal his own boy. So he began to doubt if it was possible for his son to be healed. Some sicknesses, they linger on for so long that the person begins to believe that it is impossible for them to be healed. Some people can hear testimonies about a servant of God healing people, but then when they get there, they are not healed. However, that does not nullify the fact that others were healed. It also does not mean God has run out of power and needs to recharge. There are instances where people are not healed. Does it nullify the ability of God? No. Was Jesus able to heal this son? That was the question this man had. Jesus brought the matter back to the father. If you can believe, Jesus answered, all things are possible to him who believes. If you can believe, do not ask me if I can, but can you believe? The ability of healing is not in question, but the question is, can you believe? Because all things are possible to him who believes. He who does not believe does not go to seek help. If you don't believe that a doctor can heal you, you will not bother to go to that doctor. If you don't believe that you can get help from God, you will not bother to go to God. Jesus said it is possible only if you can believe. It is not about whether or not Jesus Christ can heal, but whether can you believe. Then Jesus Christ cast that demon out. It convulsed the boy and it left. 
The power of Jesus is more than the power of the disease in your body. The fact that the disease has lingered on for many years, it doesn't mean there is no healing. The fact that medicine has not managed to heal you of that disease, it doesn't mean that Jesus Christ cannot heal you. The fact that many people have died of COVID-19, it doesn't mean that Jesus Christ cannot heal. That a disease is horrible and contagious does not mean Jesus Christ cannot heal it. The word of God has not stated that Jesus Christ can heal some simple diseases and some he will not heal. It doesn't qualify the types of disease that Jesus Christ can heal. God did not say, I am the God that heals you of sicknesses and diseases that are curable. He said, I am the Lord that heals you all manner of diseases. He said, I'll take away sickness and disease from you. He didn't say, I'll take away the curable diseases. In fact, the curable ones, you might actually even depend on medicine more than God. It is where medicine has failed that you actually have no other choice but to believe in the power of God. Or that will also believe him even for the things that medicine can heal as well. The word does tell us that there will be incurable diseases. This is the time we are seeing them. Medicine will fail to cure these diseases. But there is no limitation in Jesus. He knew this time will come. He prepared us for such a time. He prepared us for a time where medicine will struggle to get the answers. At best, they will come with a vaccine and not a cure. But Jesus Christ, he knows the beginning of a thing and its ending. People must say even today, we never saw anything like this. When they look back, they they count and see the number of people that are healed of this COVID-19. People must say, we've never seen anything like this. When people hear of somebody healed of cancer, they must say, we never saw anything like this. When people hear of somebody healed of HIV AIDS, they must say, we never saw anything like this. I love reading the books of Catherine Kuhlman, Smith Wigglesworth, John Chile. I, I get my eyes opened and my faith raised because I hear of the testimonies of sicknesses, of diseases that, that were horrible even at that time. I remember reading a story of a man that had cancer, anal cancer, and he, he came for healing. And it is written that he, he needed tires. He needed to sit on tires so that the opening of the tire, where there is space, the round part where there is space in a tire, that would give him a bit of a comfort because his palms would not touch the wheel. He came to a healing service and he needed to sit on those tires because his the cancer had ravaged his organs. Um, it had ravaged that anal area. But he went for healing and he was healed. It was an amazing healing testimony that a man that had that cancer, that horrible cancer, medicine was not even as advanced as it is today. And the people depended more on, on prayers. People depended more on their immune system, on herbs and, and things that they could drink around the house so that they are healed. Because medicine was not as advanced as it is today. And that man was healed. So if you want your faith to rise, begin to read more about the stories of people that are healed. Then you can begin to say, I know that God can heal me too. If God healed that person, God is the same. He's not the respecter of person. He does not change. So when you hear a story of somebody healed of COVID-19, take that, run with it. Remind God, show him, tell him, Father, I heard that you healed that one of this COVID-19. Heal me too. I believe. Because you see, you need to hear something for you to believe. You need to hear that Jesus Christ has healed that one. You need to hear that Jesus Christ is our healer. You need to hear that he was he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. You need to hear that word. You need to hear the word that says, whatever you ask for in prayer, believing you receive it. You need to hear that word. 
and you need to believe because God is able. All manner of sickness and diseases. That our faith has come short does not mean Jesus Christ has diminished. That we have failed to cast a demon out, it doesn't mean the power of God to cast a demon out is no longer there. The Bible tells us that then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Not some sicknesses, not some diseases, not a few, but all. Everyone that went to Jesus for healing, they received their healing. Everyone, everyone, small issues like flu was healed. The man that was lying there in the pool of Bethesda, 33 years, there was no healing for him. He had lost hope. He didn't even know how to ask to be healed. But Jesus Christ had compassion on him. Out of all the people in that pool, Jesus Christ healed one man and left. He even healed this man who did not even come to him for healing. But Jesus Christ showed compassion to him and approached him. The Bible doesn't say this man called on Jesus to heal him. Jesus went to him. Of all those people, he chose one man and healed him. Because you see, Jesus Christ is looking for people that will believe. And that the man's faith had to be used. He had to rise up by himself. His issue was that I don't have anyone to take me into the pool when the angel stirred up the waters. But Jesus Christ says to him, rise up yourself. The very complaint that you have that no one is there to help you is the very thing that you must do. You've been depending on people. Now it's time to, for you to depend on my word. I'm saying to you, rise up. And that man arose and he was healed. If he stayed on the floor and complained about the circumstances but Jesus Christ, you see, I've just told you that there's no one to help me up. He was not going to be healed. But he had to believe that Jesus Christ has healed him and then stand up. Then he would be able to walk and go home. Ask Jesus to heal you in simple faith. He has never changed. He is still the same God. He is still the same one that came that we may have life and have it abundantly. He is the same one that came and was manifested in order to destroy the works of the devil. Sickness is the works of the devil. It is not a works of God. Because you see, with Jesus, God has dealt with sickness once and for all. By his stripes, we are healed. Ours is to go for our healing. Ours is to refuse defeat. You'd rather, if you are going to die, you'd rather step into heaven shouting, Jesus is my healer. By his stripes, I am healed. Than to have unbelief instead of doubting the power of God to heal you. Because the truth is, there are things that we will get to know when we are with the Lord. Right now, we have what we have, his word. And the Bible says his word does not change. The Bible says his word is powerful. His word is living. It is sharper than any double-edged sword. Ours is to believe. Believe God, child of God. Believe him. He is able. Not a single sickness. The Bible even says to us that people brought their sick on the side of the road where Peter was going to walk. Sometimes you may be tempted to think that there is a limitation in the things that we can do because we are human beings. And therefore it is impossible for us to get healing on some of these things. The truth of the word of God is that we are healed by his stripes. The how part, it belongs to God. Ours is to take his word. So people believed that when Peter moves, their sick will be healed. Of all sicknesses and diseases, they were actually not even bothering Peter to say, touch me, touch me. No, they believed that even his shadow, people will be healed. It doesn't say that only people that had flu would be healed of sickness because of Peter's shadow. No, all manner of sickness and disease. Some came in courts, some walked, some were put there, they were all healed because they believed. They believed in the God that Peter was preaching about. When he met the man at the gate called Beautiful, he said, in the name of Jesus, I have no silver and gold, but I have the name of Jesus. We have been given a name. 
We have been given the Spirit of God. We have been given the Word of God. And God says He honors His Word even more than His name. Ours is to believe in Him. God is able. God is able. I have seen Him. I have witnessed Him. He healed someone that I love. I will be sharing her story in the last episode on this Be Healed series. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, the name that is above every other name, the matchless name of our King, our Lord and our Savior, the name of He who came in the flesh and dwelt amongst us, the name of He who went to the cross for us, the name of He who was wounded and bruised and chastised, and by his stripes we are healed. It is in this name of Jesus that I pray and lift up everyone that is listening to this broadcast. I pray that you touch them, Father, and heal them. Father, I will not qualify the sicknesses and diseases that you can heal because the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ healed all of them that came to him. Now we come to you, Jesus, in simple faith. I pray that you touch and heal everyone that is listening to this broadcast. I pray that their faith is stirred up to receive the word that says, you are the Lord that heals us, that you can heal us. And there is no doubt about that. Father, I pray that your word is made manifest in us, in everyone that is listening right now. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, heal us, Father. Heal our land, heal our people, Father. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, heal us. I know that, Father, you are able I know that you can heal all manner of sicknesses and diseases. I know, Father, that there is no limitation with you. I pray that you make manifest your word in us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Father, I rebuke all sickness. I rebuke COVID-19. I rebuke cancer. I rebuke HIV AIDS. I rebuke lung diseases. I rebuke pneumonia. I rebuke all sicknesses and diseases. I pray that you touch and heal your people, Father. You are the Lord that heals us. Take away sickness and disease from us. You are our God and our Savior. You have sent your Son, Jesus. What Jesus Christ has done, it is finished. It is completed. You have done everything for us. You sent your Son, Jesus, Father, that we may have life in abundance, Father. There is no abundance in sickness, O God. There is no abundance in disease. There is no abundance in pain, Father. And therefore, I pray that each and every one listening here, Father, will stand and say, I will not tolerate sickness and disease, and that we'll be able to receive our healing. By faith, mighty God, I pray, help our unbelief, my heavenly Father. Help us, mighty God, in the name of Jesus. Remove all doubts in our hearts, mighty God, that we will be able to receive your healing, Father, because your power is strengthened in our weaknesses. There is no doubt in my heart, my heavenly Father, that your word is true, Father God. I pray, Father God, for the manifestation of your word, Touch and heal your people, Father God. Remove this plague in our midst, my heavenly God. Heal our land. Heal our continent, Africa. Heal, Father God, all the continents of the world. Heal the people far and wide. Whomever is sick, Father, whomever is seeking your healing, Father God, I pray that you reach out and touch that one. Your grace is sufficient even for us now. You are the Lord that heals us, Father. This weapon, COVID-19, will not prosper. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Father, I pray, touch and heal. Touch and heal, touch and heal in the mighty name of Jesus, Holy Spirit. Touch and heal your people, Father. Touch and heal us all, my heavenly God. In the mighty name of Jesus, there is no limitation with you, Father. If we can believe, your word says so. I believe, Father God, and I pray that that one listening to me right now also would believe and receive their healing. Father, I thank you that you hear me, Lord. 
And I thank you that you hear the prayers of everyone that is praying in your name, Jesus. And I pray, Father God, that we will receive the testimony of healing, Father God, even today. Because you are the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. Our trust is in you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your word. And thank you, Father God, for your power that is at work. Thank you for your spirit that dwells inside of us. The same spirit that raised you from the dead is the same spirit that vitalizes our mortal bodies. I thank you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And I thank you for every heart that receives this message with gladness, Father God, and believe in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Word Anchor Podcast. Please share with your family and friends. Remember to check out the show notes, connect with me on social media platforms, give feedback also, and continue to spread the word. Tune in for the next episode and make the word of God your anchor.